You're listening to JM Partners Atlanta Market East Drop, a quick real estate update from Jerry Metcalf Partners, real estate agents on the ground in Atlanta, talking about what it's like, what to expect, the pros, the cons, and what to consider to align yourself and your loved ones for the best opportunities. everybody. It's the JM Partners eavesdrop. We've got the famous Chad Carotis, the famous Adam Vickers, and Jerry Metcalf. That's me, by the way. Talking about the market. We're going to visit today. We've been talking about the quarantine. Quarantine, some people are still, some people aren't. The pandemic, what's happening as a result. We've not really honed in on that, except we're noticing some really crazy things in the market we thought we would share. Chad, share with us the stats that you were just pulling for us that we were talking about before we recorded. Um, yeah, so some, wait, you really put me on the spot with that. <laughs> 25%, y'all, he pulled the stats, but it was 25% increase in applications for mortgages. So in the last week, this is national stats, but the last week, the in, the applications for mortgages are up 8% in the last week. But year over year, this time last year, there were 25% fewer applications for mortgages than there are now. So we want to talk about, like, who thought a pandemic would cause a surge in the real estate market and why, and what did we predict, and what are things going to look like moving forward? Yeah, yeah, no, so it's really interesting what we're seeing. And it's really, I think, because people are realizing that the work from home, you know, even once the pandemic is over, the work from home is most likely not going anywhere. And people are realizing that they need, you know, they need to be able to not only live and, you know, eat, breathe, sleep in their home, but work from there, relax in there, you know, and it's becoming all these things and have a, you know, a jam, like a whole self-sufficient community within your home in a sense. Um, so it's really interesting kind of seeing some of the trends, like what people are doing in terms of, um, or I guess what value, what buyers value. You know? Yeah. Out, outdoor space is becoming a premium too. Um, mm-hmm. being able to get outside because a lot of places aren't being open as frequently as such as pools and parks and other public areas, people are wanting to stay in their own spot and a big premium in that. I think everybody's, re- it used to be lifestyle around what was around you and that's still going on, but now it's, where it's still lifestyle, but in a different way. Where do I really want to live? And people are moving to second home markets. The second home markets are booming because they're going, this is where I really want to live. And then when they're buying a house, they're saying, okay, what do I really want out of the house? Because I'm going to be spending a lot more time here. And like you said, Chad, Zoom rooms um, are a big deal. And Adam, outdoor spaces. Outdoor spaces are a lot more important. Townhomes, the absorption rates are much higher right now in Atlanta than the multi, you know, the $2 million and up market is six months of inventory. And then you've got townhomes that's got a few years of inventory. So it's completely flopped from what um, we usually see. And a lot of people are coming to Atlanta. Yeah, and even um, another big thing is the auxiliary buildings outside in in the backyard because people are putting their home offices out there, or you know, gym studios, or um, you know, anything in that regard. So that's a, another thing that I think we'll see a lot more of in um, the coming months and years. Yep. I wonder how what that's going to look like, and we don't know yet. But changing on zoning, 
and how we're zoning things because there's going to be a more and more of a demand for zoning things. We were talking to you before we always talk about like the very simple but very obvious concept of supply and demand. Getting loans right now, you were sharing with us, Chad, that origination fees are it, the interest rates for refis are I think an eighth of a point. Everybody don't quote me exactly on that, but the interest rates on refis are higher. And then origination, origination, origination loan to origination fees for a loan are overall up by what, what is it like a quarter of a percent now? Well, no, they, they came up with this arbitrary random fee um, and we'll, we'll have to look a little bit more into it, but it's half of a percent. So of, of the actual loan and frankly, it's just, like taking money and burning it because it's not for anything. This this show is opinions. There, what what is the what is the disclaimer that I do? This is not necessarily the opinions of JM. <laughs> These are strictly Chad Carotis's opinions. <laughs> not that he's wrong. Not that he's wrong. Anyway, um, but I think the other question is we've just to give some on the ground stories. We've had some clients recently asking us about how do, do I move. I think that decision is very unique to the person and their situation, not just to the market. We've got a um, customer right now who bought a client's house and they are thinking about, do I sell and rent until the house we are buying is the construction is complete or should I just stay and hold it out? The market's so good right now. What do I do? Um, and what are interest rates going to do and how do I take advantage of the situation? Do you guys want to like, we've, we've visited all of these before, but y'all guys, y'all guys do y'all want to or you or whatever want to plug in on anything on that and food for thought when you're thinking about should it move or not selling, selling and renting is never um it's never fun for anybody so i i would discourage that nobody wants to sell their house move all their stuff find a rental which rentals are incredibly expensive um and unpredictable unpredictable and then when you and then find somewhere else to move and then have to move again for a second time within a short window um, that's not something that I feel like any of us would recommend, especially in this market with where everything is with interest rates and all that, because you don't know where they're going to go, um, heading into 2021. I think something to think about too, sometimes people are thinking, okay, I'm going to sell because I've already got a house to buy, but it's under construction and maybe I'll be better off that way. But to your point, Adam, is it can be expensive. You got to play two move fees. And then you've also got to consider the fact that your, your landlord is not always in your control. And then you've got to get the timing right from when you sell to when you find a rental. And then, I, by the way, a short-term rental is a three-month rental is about 40% more market or maybe even double. And then if you're looking at six-month rentals, those are at least 25% more a month to pay. So you're looking at higher cost to rent, higher cost to move twice. There are always times to move and not, but I think it's, there's all of these dynamics in your life and your situation and what's the future holds and the trajectory of the market, or it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation that you have um, to figure out, okay, what is the wisest thing for me to do with my house and considering what's going on? And there are always things that we can do as well to help as far as like temporary occupancy. If you do sell your house and you still need some more time before you you buy, you're able to close on your next house, which is staying in your home for one month, two months after, after you close to give yourself some time to be able to move into your next house if they still are finishing up construction. It's amazing how the stars align when everybody's motivated and wants to make it work. And you have a good agent. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's true. Yes, exactly. 
that understands the market and all the moving parts and all the things that we can put together to make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be interesting to see um, what the market does as we move into the winter. And I think that we are going to an exp experience a winter market like we never have before, um, because even moving from the summer to the fall, it has not slowed down. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how that carries over. Yeah, spring is happening now is basically what happened. And yep. we're making that spring plus spring plus what would have happened anyway this year. It's like it's all compiling and the market's compiling as well. Yeah, we usually see somewhat of a slowdown heading into August, into September, the, the whole back to school time frame. But it, to your point, Chad, I mean, it's it's happening. It, it has hit that, that, that dip that we're historically known to, to see. Awesome. Everybody? JMP market eavesdrop, the message is the market's good, the market's hot, things are changing fast. If you've got any one-on-one -on -one questions, please reach out to us. Um, and we are happy to help you guys answer questions or anybody that you know. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for listening to the JM Partners Atlanta Market Eavesdrop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest on the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io. That's jmpartners.io.